everyone. Welcome to Brains, Black Holes, and Beyond, a collaboration podcast between the Princeton Insights Newsletter and the Daily Princetonian. From the Prince, my name is Senna Eldabash. And my name is Oshila Curie. Today's guest on the show is Timothy Schwanes, a second-year graduate student in the Ecology and Evolutionary Biology Department. He majored in English and Etymology with a minor in Plant Sciences at Rutgers University in New Brunswick. He is now working in the McBride Lab. His research interests lie primarily in insect neurobiology. Cool. All right. So the first question is, as an undergraduate student, where did your academic interests lie and how did you get involved in research and what type of research were you, were you involved in? Yeah, so I've been interested in insects for probably as long as I can remember. And for my undergraduate college search, I wanted to find somewhere where I could major in entomology. And there's only 12 schools in the country where you can do that. And there was only there were only three that were close enough to home that I would go there. So it was a very quick college search. Um, and once I got into into the field of entomology, I took the opportunity to work with as many professors as I could because it was a very small department that gave you that opportunity to work with a lot of different professors. And I really feel that I benefited from from that because I got a broad exposure in doing all different kinds of research. And when I first started out, I actually didn't like molecular tools or techniques at all because I was like, ah, no, like real research is being like out in shorts in the field and like hiking through swamps. And um, then I did that research. I didn't enjoy it nearly as much as I thought I would. And then I found, did a research project that did involve a lot of molecular tools. And I realized that there was a lot of cool stuff you could do with them. All right. So since you're currently working in the McBride lab, would you mind telling us about what type of research the McBride lab is involved in? And more specifically, what type of research you plan to conduct? So we study Aedes aegypti, the yellow fever mosquito. It's a globally invasive mosquito found throughout the tropics. And what's really cool about this mosquito is that pretty much all throughout its invasive range, it's more or less exclusively a human specialist. So if you and I are sitting in the same room with like a guinea pig and a cow or a goat or whatever, another like mammal, uh, it'll fly to us and bite us and it won't bite the guinea pig or the other animal. This is in contrast to its native range in Africa, where you have a broad spectrum of uh, populations that some of which are specialized on animals and would prefer to bite the guinea pig, and then some of which are still specialized on humans and would prefer to bite the human. And so that makes it a really interesting study system to try and figure out how is this mosquito able to identify human beings as distinct from other animals, and how does it really like smell us and, and specialize on us, because it's, it's largely their odor, the odor of humans that it's queuing in on. And so we're really interested in that question. I mean, obviously, it's a major disease vector. And the reason it's such a good disease vector is because it likes to bite human to human to human rather than human to animal to some other animal. Um, so we're broadly interested in different aspects of how is it identifying human beings as distinct from other animals? How is this mosquito finding us? I personally am really interested in the neuro, sort of the neuro side of that. And there's this region in the brain called the antenna lobe. And that's where all of the sort of olfactory sensory neurons that are on the antennae and that actually detect the odor. So the very neurons that, that react to, to individual odors will all go from the antennae to this region in the brain. And they all kind of like glom onto each other um, in very specific spots called glomeruli. Um, I don't actually know what the etymology of glomerulus is. It's definitely not they glom onto each other, but that's how I think of it. And so I'm interested in those specific glomeruli, so those like subregions of the olfactory processing region that then lead to human specialization. So what's going on in that, that very particular region? 
That sounds really interesting. Um, are there any current works or projects that you're currently working on, and what draws your interests in that topic? Yeah, so I guess one of the, the sort of just going on with that is the the antenna lobe is made up of, of glomeruli. In the case of 80s aegypti, it's a little bit more than 60, but let's just say 60. Um, and those glomeruli are sort of the first region where olfactory information is being processed. So the mosquito smells something, and some pattern activity in that glomeruli tells the mosquito what it's smelling. And at the moment, we don't really know for most of those glomeruli what odorant receptor proteins are expressed on the olfactory sensory neurons that then lead to that glomerulus and then allow the mosquito to smell something. Uh, we don't really know what the olfactory receptor genes that code for those proteins are. Um, and so that's like sort of like a big, if you don't know the inputs to a system, it's obviously very difficult to understand the outputs of the system. And so I'm really interested in getting at more of those inputs and developing a molecular atlas of the antenna lobe where we'll be able to say, this particular glomerulus responds to these odors and it expresses this gene and that gene is important in these ways. Um, and then once we have that molecular atlas, we'll be able to then sort of mess with the system and like silence individual glomeruli, individual types of olfactory sensory neurons, and really sort of sort of like follow up on how exactly they're influencing behavior. And I guess like if you're able to pinpoint how they're influencing, like if how those neurons are influencing influencing the behavior, could you then use that knowledge to like help with, you know, people who get yellow fever from these mosquitoes and insects? Yeah, so that is a big like down the road application for for this type of work. So I want to stress that this is like really basic research of just trying to understand how how sort of the mind of the mosquito works. Um, but obviously, if you know what compounds the mosquito is using to hone in on human beings, um, if you know those compounds that it's using to hone in on us, and once you really understand what specifically it reacts to and how its sense of smell works, it's much easier to sort of mess with that. So the best insect repellent we have at the moment. One of the top ones is DEET. Um, DEET was discovered by a random chemical screen conducted by the US military. It took like five years. They screened like thousands of chemicals. They just put stuff on people's arms and they're like, does this make you itch? Like, no reaction? Okay, does this stop mosquitoes from biting you? Um, hugely labor-intensive process and definitely not the... Like, I mean, it sort of worked, right? But it cost a ton of money. It cost a ton of time. And it seems much more elegant to be like, well, this is how the mosquito is smelling us in the first place. And once we understand really how the olfactory system works, it makes more sense to sort of jam it then in a more targeted way rather than just like, let's just put stuff on people's arms and see what works. No, that definitely sounds interesting. Um, so one of our final questions is, well, STEM can be very frightening for many students, especially when they're starting out. Do you have any advice to students who are interested in STEM and research but either don't know how to get involved or fear that they don't have enough research experience in their topic of interest? Um, well, I would definitely say like, so when I, so right now I'm in an ecology department and I'm in a joint degree program with the neuroscience department. And I, in my undergrad, I got minimal ecology expo exposure and minimal neuroscience exposure. And I would really stress that the nice thing about being a student is that you're explicitly there to learn. So if you're trying to pitch yourself to get into someone's lab, who your work you really think is cool, um, make it clear that you're really passionate and interested in it because that's, that's sort of the, the bedrock of all of this. STEM can be very frustrating, as anybody who, who works in, in these fields knows. Um, so that passion is sort of key. And if you've got that, then you're already halfway there. 
And then if you're trying to get into a lab, uh, definitely pitch yourself as, I really want to learn these things. Like, I don't actually understand them yet, but I really, really want to know. Um, and I think, at least in my case, professors have always responded well to that. And I, I don't think I've ever met someone who went to a professor and said, oh, I really, really want to learn about this system. I really want to work on it. And the professor said, well, you just don't know enough, so can't be it. You can't come in. Um, and if that happens, probably not a lab you want to be in anyway. So pitch your weaknesses as sort of strengths because it's an opportunity to grow and learn. Um, and there's the, if you already knew it all, you would be the professor. Uh, so the whole point of being a student is learning these things. So I definitely pitch it in that light. Awesome. And then is there anything else you wanted to mention on the podcast that maybe we forgot to ask or just in general, anything that you wanted to bring up? Uh, bugs are really cool. Um, there's a lot of, of neat study work you can do. Um, if anybody is interested in insects or uh, just casually learning about them, going on insect collecting trips, um, we actually just got a graduate student entomology club started. Um, the Princeton Entomology Group uh, will be advertising sooner rather than later. Um, but definitely feel free to, to look for us on the student graduate student website um, where all the clubs are listed and we'll be hosting events, doing like movie screenings, that type of stuff. Um, and we're just really interested in having fun with bugs. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Tim, for being on the show. It was really awesome learning about, you know, things that you're interested in and what you plan on what you plan on researching. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. This episode of B-Cube was hosted by Zena Aldubash and Oshi Lahiri, sound engineered by Oshi Lahiri, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of the Prince. To learn more about the McBride Lab, visit the links in the description below. From the Prince, my name is Oshi Lahiri, and have a great rest of your day.